Hello, Nickelodeon fans, and welcome to This Week in Nickelodeon History, where we are covering everything that either started or finished on Nickelodeon between the time of July 18th to July 24th. Uh, And we are starting with three years ago on July 20th, 2018, we saw the premiere of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Of course, Nickelodeon acquired the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brand, and we got our uh, CG show at first out of the pipeline, and those turtles are iconic in their own right but they came and gone and it was time to rejuvenate the brand start something fresh so they went back to a two-dimensional kind of teenage mutant ninja turtle and uh changed up the roster a little bit raf is is massive and and is the leader now and you know the turtles are going to live on for many generations you got to try different things and you know they've been rebooted so many times it's kind of like scooby-doo it's just hey i kind of want to see what this property is done with a with different minds working at it. So uh, I haven't actually watched many episodes of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, I'm going to get to it at some point. I know it added to the list of other shows I've mentioned that I'll eventually get to. Four years ago, on July 24th, 2017, Welcome to the Wayne premiered on Nickelodeon, created by Billy Lopez. It ran for two seasons and 30 episodes. Nine years ago, on July 21st, 2012, You Gotta See This premiered on Nickelodeon. Uh, It was a uh, reality television series that was presented by Noah Crawford and Chris O'Neill, and uh, it described the series... Uh, The best way to describe this series is the best of the web, behind-the-scenes footage, celebrity interviews, pranks, bloopers, and as a 30-minute series that rolls as the must-see clips of the week into one hilarious package. Sounds like, you know, baby's first Tosh.0. Uh, and that's, that's, you know what, that that's not a negative. That's full compliment because there has to be a way that you kind of show the internet to children with, you know, the, the best of it without it, you know, having to have kids go down those rabbit holes of YouTube that we've all been down before. And yeah, you can't shake certain things off. 10 years ago on July 18th, 2011, The third season of Brain Surge changed it up, calling itself Family Brain Surge and premiered on Nick at Night, of all places, which is actually a perfect time. I mean, game shows usually run either in the in the early mornings for the people staying at home. Your price is right. Your let's make a deal or they're on at night. Your Jeopardy is your Wheel of Fortunes. Brain Surge, you know, tried for a few seasons to aim at kids at a at a afternoon audience, I believe. I don't maybe they were later at night. I think maybe 7 p.m. or something. But they, you know, went a little bit later and tried to aim at the at the the older audience, the family audience, the people who are going to watch game shows. And uh, th- that was its final season. And, you know, kudos to Nickelodeon for trying another game show idea. 13 years ago on July 19th. 2008, the finale of Avatar The Last Airbender premiered on Nickelodeon. 
The finale, also known as Sozin's Comet, The Final Battle, is the culmination of the Avatar The Last Airbender story. Three complete books, uh, or three seasons, if you will, of this show, from beginning to end. From the moment the show started, there was a goal in mind, and the goal was this moment, this comet in time. They, the entire series, they were on a time frame. They had to meet this time frame to save the world, essentially. I mean, that's exactly what they did. But this was just no ordinary finale or special. This is regarded as one of the greatest uh, in the history of television finales. The initial showing got 5.6 million viewers, a 195% increase in ratings compared with ratings from mid-July 2007. The premieres of episodes beginning with the Western Air Temple throughout the week received over 19 million viewers, of which 5.6 were from Sozin's Comet. This is this is a big this is a big deal, and and it is such. Man, I I can't I don't want to spoil anything if you've never experienced Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's one of those things that just it's better to just go, go and and discover it yourself. Don't listen to anything I'm gonna say, um, because I'm not gonna say anything. Just go and watch the show and find out for yourself. Do, what are you doing? Stop listening to this podcast and go watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. Unless don't if you're a fan of Avatar. Don't be sassy and use that as an excuse if you've already seen it. This is for the people who have never seen it. 14 years ago, on July 20th, 2007, the Nickelodeon movie The Last Day of Summer premiered on Nickelodeon. 15 years ago, on July 23rd, 2006, Romeo finished its run on Nickelodeon. Created by friend Caswell Hyman, Thomas W. Lynch, and Percy Miller, the show stars Ro Little Romeo uh, and his father, Master P., uh, in a fictional sitcom setting. It's your usual Nick Nickelodeon sitcom. Ran for three seasons, 53 episodes. Uh, I watched a few episodes. Um, I, I, liked, I liked what I saw. Master P, uh, you know, you could tell the two were a father and son duo. If you didn't know, you would be fooled into think that these two were like a great acting duo together. Like, oh, wow, they really have chemistry. But it's like, no, no, they're just really son and uh, father. Also, 15 years ago, on July 21st, 2006, the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 3, The Jerkinators, premiered on Nickelodeon. The Jimmy Timmy Power Hour in 2004 is probably the biggest Nickelodeon movie, television movie of all time. Um, it, it just is pitch perfect, so perfect that Nickelodeon was in no way going to not crank out more Jimmy Timmy Power Hours. They wanted to do more of these. And not only did we get... Uh, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 2 in the beginning of 2006, but fairly soon after, we were promised that the third version, the third entry, was coming in July. A very quick turnover that Nickelodeon could have milked for another few years. There was a bit of a rush there in the end, and I think that's what hurts the third one, because we just there was not enough space from the second one and how great that was. For us to really appreciate the third one, I believe if there was another year and a half of time and it premiered a year later in 2007 as the true finale of both series, because both, if you remember, finished their runs by the end of 2006, Nickelodeon was very quick to push the Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron off of the air. But imagine if they just would have held off on the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 3 until 2007. It would have, as a finale, we just, I don't know, 
maybe would have been viewed on, in a better light, just as a nice little bow for both shows. I don't know. I, I, I tend to believe that. But definitely give it a watch if you have the chance. And um, we're actually going to continue on the uh, fairly odd parent side of things right now. 17 years ago, on July 23rd, 2004, the TV movie Channel Chasers premiered on Nickelodeon. Highly regarded as the greatest Fairly Odd Parents TV movie, Channel Chasers saw Timmy Turner, Cosmo, Wanda, and Vicky traveling through different television shows. And we get to see the Fairly Odd Parents kind of have their fun little meta twist at making fun, or not really making fun. Well, they, they do make fun of some of the shows, um, but they get to be in the worlds of uh, uh, Rugrats and Blue's Clues and Batman and the Looney Tunes, uh, Sesame Street, Rudolph. I mean, we get to see so many different art styles with these characters, and it's so wacky and fun, and it's a wonderful movie to the point that many regard it as the true finale of the fairly odd parents that the show ends right there and that anything after that is just you know got its up and downs um it, it's not my personal favorite but it is my second or third favorite i love channel chasers it's an awesome special and if you're going to show anybody the Fairly Odd Parents, and you want it to be one big movie, even though my favorite is Abercatastrophe, I would say you, you couldn't go wrong showing somebody Channel Chasers. It's a great movie. 19 years ago, on July 20th, 2002, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, premiered on Nickelodeon. Created by Keith Alcorn, Steve Odenkirk, and John A. Davis, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, is a spinoff of the theatrical film from 2001, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Uh, this started out as a, a tech demo of sorts, showing off the technology that CGI could bring, or at least their version of 3D technology could bring to an animated sense. Nickelodeon eventually became the, the onlookers of this and helped develop Jimmy Neutron, um, which they were all in on not only making this a TV show, but making it a movie. Now, Nickelodeon, if Nickelodeon had their way, the Adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius would be the first thing we would get. We would get the TV show first, and then we would get a movie after. The creators were smart enough to know that if they shot for the movie first, they would get a higher budget to make better models for the characters in the computers that they would be able to reuse for the television series to make a insanely well animated television series based off of what they can do from the movie going forward. And they were right. And that's exactly what happened. And Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius graced our television screens. One of the best Nicktoons of all time. It is, it is possible. It's in my top five, honestly. And in rewatches, just gets better with age. Just just last night, um, before this recording, my friend and I watched the episode Ultra Sheen, which, by the way, is not available on Paramount Plus or any other streaming services because of some issue with its paired episode of some music problem with some song, even though on subsequent TV airings, they edited the song out already. So they have an edit of the episode that they could just put up on streaming services, but then they decide not to. That was a mouthful. Um, it holds up. Jimmy Neutron is so funny, and it continually gets funny. Um, if you have not given it a shot yet, definitely uh, check it out on Paramount Plus or whatever other uh, streaming service you have access to Jimmy Neutron on. 
21 years ago, on July 23rd, The Brothers Garcia premiered on Nickelodeon. Created by Jeff Valdez, Mike and Gibby Sevelos, the show is a sitcom about uh, featuring Latino characters that are aimed at a diverse audience. Uh, it ran for four seasons and 52 episodes, including a TV movie. I don't remember specific episodes other than the movie, but I really enjoy The Brothers Garcia. Uh, and and apparently on April 30th, 2021, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Media's HBO Max streaming service ordered a sequel series to the Brothers Garcia consisting of 10 episodes entitled The Garcias, with six of the original actors from the main cast reprising their roles in the sequel series. I literally am just reading this and finding it out right now. That's absolutely crazy. How is this happening on Warner Brothers? What? How did Nick lose the Brothers Garcia? What happened to this? Oh, my goodness. Oh, in 2021, co-creator Jeff Valdez announced that he had obtained the rights to make a sequel series. Okay. So they just gave it to him, and he he did his own bidding there. Good for him. Congratulations, buddy. 23 years ago, on July 18th, 1998, Oh Yeah! Cartoons premiered on Nickelodeon. But also, 19 years ago, on July 19th, 2002, Oh Yeah! Cartoons finished its run on Nickelodeon. Oh Yeah! Cartoons was a, an effort to bring smaller pilot cartoons to Nickelodeon in a way to kind of gauge the audience to see what was worth moving forward with as a full-time series. This helped bring three different spin-offs to Nickelodeon airwaves, including The Fairly Odd Parents, Chalk Zone, and My Life as a Teenage Robot. Not to just drop names here or anything, but this isn't the first time that Frederator Studios have been behind a show that had a bunch of these shorts, these these smaller animated segments to help bring bigger cartoons um, to, you know, to gauge an audience to see what was interesting and what can move forward. They were also behind the What a Cartoon Show from Cartoon Network, the Meth Minute 39 on Channel Frederator in 2008, random cartoons on Nickelodeon and Nicktoons, two cool cartoons on Cartoon Hangover, Go Cartoons, and these are a bunch of the shows that have spun off from these various projects. Dexter's Laboratory, The Powerpuff Girls, Chalk Zone, Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, My Life as a Teenage Robot, Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Fairly Odd Parents, Night Fight, Fanboy and Chum Chum, Adventure Time, Bravest Warriors, Rocket Dog, and Bee and Puppy Cat. That's a lot of just quality animation right there that have helped just the minds that have come from these studios have helped build this massive amount of content just it's wonderful to see and I'm, I'm glad that Nickelodeon was a part of it and that is this week in Nickelodeon history thank you for making me a part of your day if there's any way you can help the podcast liking the videos sharing the uh, podcast information the Spotify through your Facebook following me on Instagram on Twitter at I'm Ready Podcast on Twitter, at SpongeBob Podcast on Instagram. I'm always interacting with you guys. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who has watched my reaction video on Nickelodeon All Star Brawl on YouTube. Um, almost a thousand views within 24 hours, and just. Um, the support for that video has been absolutely insane. So I have follow-ups in the works that I am working on as we speak concerning All-Star Brawl. So follow us on YouTube and Facebook to look for that content. Keep, it, uh, keep your eyes peeled for it. And thank you for listening to This Week in Nickelodeon History. 
Nick, 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 Nick,